0: Hello, beautiful people. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to Your Spiritual Guru Podcast. I'm your host and spiritual guru, Erin. I've been on my own spiritual journey for the past two years, and it's an honor to walk beside you as you navigate through your own. This podcast is for anyone who is wanting to do inner work, get more in tune with themselves, heal past traumas, and find their inner power. If that's you, then sit tight, because this is going to get deep. You ready? Hello, everyone. Welcome back to your Spiritual Guru podcast. Uh, I am recording this the day before it's supposed to drop yet again because the week has just gotten away from me, but I am doing it nonetheless. You will be getting your episode on Friday. Thank God it's Friday. Um, My cats are not making a guest appearance Uh, This time I booted them out of the room um, because they were fighting and being bad. So I knew they weren't going to be quiet. So this week, I want to talk about something that I feel like is going to resonate with a lot of people. And something that maybe you hear mentioned a lot. But I don't really think a lot of people have the right tools and knowledge about how to go about doing this, right? And honestly, more than anything, this is probably going to end up being, like, me talking to myself, like, through you vicariously. um, Because very, very soon there's going to, I'm going to enter a time in my life or a season in my life where I'm going to have to really implement these things and focus on myself. And so the topic of this podcast episode, if you read the title, is protecting your energy, right? And we hear that a lot in social media, right? Like protect your energy, protect your vibe, you know, da, 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 da. But, like, not a lot of people actually talk about how to do that, right? So, I'm going to try to give y'all some tips and just some ways that you can go about protecting your energy and, and things that I feel like are important factors in protecting your energy. And it's five things, okay? So, first is your self-talk second is your surroundings two or three sorry three is what you consume on a daily basis four is boundaries and five is personal practices okay so with self-talk these these five things are kind of going to go full circle because i i wanted to start with self right that's that's If you've stayed with me up until now, you know that's where everything starts with me. Everything starts from yourself because that is what you can control, right? So we're starting with ourselves, and we're kind of like going full circle and coming back around to personal practices and kind of, you know, making that full circle. But self-talk, okay. So when I think of self-talk or what I think some people might picture when I say self-talk is like affirmations, right? And affirmations are amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm a big advocate for affirmations. But when I'm talking about self-talk, okay, I'm talking about that little voice in your head, that little voice when you look in the mirror at yourself, And you say, oh, I look so fat or, oh, I wish my face didn't look like this. Well, that was harsh. I wish my face didn't look like this. I wish I didn't have wrinkles there. I wish I didn't have cellulite there. I wish, you know, I was taller. I wish I had bigger boobs. I wish I had a bigger butt. You know, whatever you might say to yourself or going through your your daily life. That little voice, if you make a mistake, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Oh, why didn't I do better? Oh God, like, you know what I'm talking about? I know you know what I'm talking about. So protecting your energy also, in my opinion, often includes protecting it from yourself, okay? Okay because sometimes we can be our worst enemy, okay? And so in those moments where you want to criticize something about yourself, I want you to consciously, this is not gonna happen overnight, I'm going to let you know that now and make that disclaimer, this is not an overnight thing. This is something that you are going to have to practice at you can add this to your personal practices that we will discuss at the end of this podcast. I want you to practice giving yourself grace and I want you to find more positive things to say in those moments. So when you, because we're, we, we all have insecurities. We all have moments of maybe not being our best self, right? We're human. We're imperfect. We we're we're not, you know, we're all going to have things that we have to work on, but How we treat ourselves in those moments matters. That's what makes the difference. So when you look at yourself and maybe you see something that you don't like, I want you to pick out something about yourself that you do like and focus on that. Or you can what's the word I'm looking for? You can defend something about yourself that you don't like. For instance, I'm gonna give a personal example. I am not thrilled with my like pooch, I guess you could call it, you know, women who are listening, y'all know what I'm talking about. You know, the pooch at the bottom of your stomach. But when I look at that in the mirror, And my first instinct is to criticize myself about it. Instead, I say, I made a human being. I gave birth. I'm a mom. That's fucking awesome. That's incredible, right? And so that is a sign of life and strength. You know, rewrite the narrative, rewrite the story. And as you're going through your daily life, you know, if you make a mistake, if you do something that, you know, was maybe not your best self, instead of saying, oh my God, I'm so stupid. Why did I do that? Maybe try saying, I'll do better next time. I made a mistake and that's okay. I will learn from it. You see the difference? Okay. So self-talk very important. Next is your surroundings. Okay. Have you ever noticed that when your home or your car or your bedroom or your office desk or wherever you spend a lot of time, whenever it's cluttered, or messy, you feel more anxious, right? Y'all know what I'm talking about. A clear space equals a clear mind, equals a clean aura, clean energy around you. And it's almost like clearing out old energy and opening up room for newer, better energy, right? So that's, that's kind of how I think about it. You know, whenever I intentionally go through my house and, and pick certain areas that I'm going to focus on to kind of declutter and like get rid of things that no longer serve me or that I really don't need, I see it as an energetic cleanse, right? I see it as an energy shift. You know, what you put out is what you get back. And if you know, and even as something as simple as cleaning out your closet or cleaning out your drawers and getting rid of clothes or shoes or whatever that you might not wear or use anymore, that's saying or that's that's telling the universe, I am ready and open for more. I am open and ready for newer and better, right? But it does doesn't have it doesn't have to be just your, physical surroundings, right? As an example, I went through an energetic cleanse on my Facebook, right? I went and unfollowed and unfriended, I think over 200 people uh, a few days ago. And you know what? It felt fucking awesome. That brings me to my third point, what you consume. Okay, so I made a TikTok about this. If y'all follow me on TikTok, and basically my the point of this TikTok was to say, just because you know someone personally, like in person, maybe you went to high school with them, maybe you went to college with them, maybe you work with them, maybe they're a friend of a friend, you don't have to add them on social media. Y'all know that, right? You don't have to add people or follow people, okay? Just throwing that out there. And so my point with that was, even if you know someone personally, like in the real world or friend of a friend or however you know this person, sometimes who people are in person is not who they are online, right? Because in person, sometimes you can get very shallow, a very shallow representation of what who somebody is right they can be an acquaintance or you may not really know a lot about them but some people are very vocal on social media some people only post their highlight reels on social media and so you have to be really careful about who you follow and who you allow to take up space and what you consume because it could end up making you feel like you're not doing enough, it could make you feel insecure, it could be triggering to you, it could be all sorts of a number of things, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with saying, hey, what you post does not align with me, or what you post triggers me, or what you post makes me mad, or what you post makes me feel bad about myself, you know? It's it's not necessarily something that you have to change about yourself. I mean, yes, that could be a sign that you need to do some inner work and figure out what about that makes you feel bad about yourself, what about that makes you mad, What you know, all of those things. But you don't have to continue to consume that content as you're figuring that out. You with me? Okay. And so I, I got rid of, you know, I unfriended and unfollowed like 200 plus people. And it felt amazing. Because, you know, there were, and I need to do that with Instagram. Instagram is next. Depending on, you know, the season you're at in your life, sometimes you can't consume certain content because it will give you just conflicting emotions, right? And just not be helpful to where you're at in your journey, right? Right and sometimes it'll make you feel like you need to be doing more than you are or make you feel bad because you're not where this person is and you're now you're comparing and it just a whole bunch of things. So, my advice is to start being consciously aware of what you look at at a daily basis, what you look at, what you listen to. I mentioned a few podcasts back Personal development books, Uh, Chef's Kiss, I highly recommend them. I honestly did not know what personal development was until I joined a network marketing business. And like that was basically the core foundation of of that business. I won't say like the core foundation because there was a whole business. But they highly, highly encouraged you to do personal development regularly. And that's how I got introduced to it. And it fucking changed my life. Okay. It changed my viewpoint of things, myself, the world, energy, money, everything, everything. So personal development, what you put between your ears, uh, what you watch on TV, just start to be very cognizant of what you consume. Okay. Four. Boundaries. I think a lot of y'all are going to want to turn me up. Can y'all hear me? You listening? Okay. Boundaries. Some of y'all need to start setting them. Okay. Sometimes. Especially people who. Are chronic people pleasers have a hard time with boundaries. I can speak for myself because I am a recovering people pleaser and I don't want to give all all the, you know, info away, but very soon I will be doing an interview with a very good friend who has a podcast of her own on that topic, you know, recovering people pleaser. So I'm not going to spill everything just yet, but I say that to say When you have been used to saying yes all the time and being available all the time, when you start to set boundaries, it can feel like you're being selfish. And you are, and that's okay. Because boundaries keep you safe. Boundaries protect your energy. Boundaries also affect other people around you. Not in a negative way. Hear me out. Okay. If I... Okay, let me give you an example. If I agree to... I don't know, uh, work a second job outside of my 24 hour shift job that I already work. You know, maybe I, maybe I volunteer to work on my off days, you know, during the day while my daughter's in daycare. If I do that and say yes to that, then that will in turn affect my time with my daughter. Because then I will not have the energy to spend time with her. And my mood is going to be all over the place. I'm not going to be the present parent that I want to be. You see what I'm saying? Like if When we don't have boundaries, that also affects people that are close to us. Not just us. But in regards to ourselves. If we are going to protect our energy... We have to be stingy and selective about the people, places, time, and energy that get to experience and take part and have pieces of our energy, okay? Because we only have so much energy we can give out, right? And I'm going to give another example. So when I was a part of my network marketing company, um, I lacked a lot of boundaries around replying to messages. Okay. So I had it in my mind that if I didn't reply to a message right away, that the person would just become uninterested and like not, want to continue the conversation. And so by me doing that, I would be neglecting my time with my daughter because my phone would always be in my hand because I was, you know, constantly replying to messages and that's not healthy. That was affecting my time with my daughter. See what I'm saying? Like when we don't have boundaries, it affects the people that are closest to us. And so I had to set that boundary of, okay, when I'm with my daughter, my phone is not with me. You know, my phone is in the other room. I'm focused on my time with her. And, you know, that's just one example. You can, you know, apply that to a a part of your life where it's relevant. Boundaries, I feel like they're being more accepted, but I still feel like people are afraid to implement them. Let me tell you something. No is probably one of my favorite words. <laughs> or absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely not. Um, it's, it's probably one of my favorite words. Because, okay, so I understand why people don't necessarily like to enforce boundaries, right? Because you feel like you're letting someone down or you are disappointing someone or you're hurting someone's feelings or, you know, Oh, the person that asked you to do something is, is really important to you. And so you don't want to say no. I understand all of that. I really, really, really do. However, comma, you cannot be everything to everybody at once. Okay. You have a cup, you have a cup. And the more you pour out of it to other people, other places, other demands, the less and less you have for you and your priorities. And you can't fill from an empty cup, right? Which brings me to my last point personal practices. This is where you begin to fill your cup. Okay. So this is where I want y'all to think of things that make you happy. Things that you do that bring you joy. Things that you do just for fun. Things that you do that don't have to be productive. They don't have to make you money just purely for the purpose of bringing you joy and filling your cup. Okay. So for instance, for me, um, I like taking bubble baths. If you've stuck with me for this long, you, you know, that's like, that's my thing. My bubble baths. Um, some of the time they are ritualistic. Is that a word? I think it is there. It's part of a ritual. Y'all know what I meant. Um, somebody tell me if that's a word also. I'll look it up after I get done recording this. (laughs) Um, sometimes they're part of a ritual. Just depending on the moon phase or the type of energy I'm trying to invoke at that time. Uh, let's see what else. Uh when it's hot outside, when it gets hotter, I like to go to the beach because the sun like invigorates me, it recharges me. I get energy from the sun. Um, sometimes I will walk around the lake you know, just to be in nature. So I'm, I'm a big nature person, like fresh air, birds singing, uh, water, all of those things. Like it, it fills my cup. It, it pours back into me. Okay. So anything that you can think of that you like to do that brings you joy. I skate also skating is another good, a good one for me. Um, but for some people it might be, journaling. It might be listening to music. That's another one for me. It might be dancing. Big one for me. That's how I move energy. You know, if I feel stuck, if, you know, um, I'm upset, if I'm frustrated, I will dance, you know, energy. If you don't move, it's stagnant. It's going to stay there. So you got to shake it up shake it Okay. I'm gonna stop. Um, <laughs> so all that to say, find something that's personal to you, and make it a practice, not a once in a blue moon, not a, oh, I'm gonna treat myself to joy. When do we treat, like, why is that a thing? We should always have joy in our life, right? This needs to be a conscious practice. You need to practice this often, okay? Not just every blue moon, not once in a while. If you, even if you have to schedule it out, I don't care make time for yourself for your personal practices this is how you are going to protect your energy and this is how everything else will kind of flow and come back to you with that cleansed and refreshed energy okay so that's all I got for y'all this week until we meet again namaste